0: hidden away somewhere in one of my messy drawers is my official artistic license. I got it from the college where I earned a Master's of Fine Arts in film. And I carried it with me for a long time and would bring it out before doing something a bit crazy. It was my way of saying... Don't try this at home. Or, this situation calls for a vivid imagination. I could prove I had the proper training for my next daring move. Although I never got to whip it out, I wasn't quite brave enough to pull it out of my wallet if I got stopped by a policeman who asked to see my license. When I followed my call to become a minister, I thought I was changing careers, leaving the arts behind. But as time goes on, I think being a minister and being a filmmaker both require the same healthy dose of imagination. In fact, more and more, I understand every task, from scientific thinking to child-rearing, requires thinking outside the box constantly. It takes ingenuity to be a good friend or partner. It takes vision to imagine a world without injustice. What separates the human race from all other sentient beings is our creativity. We have the ability to visualize the future. We have a gift to make up alternative possibilities. We have the responsibility to picture this instant filled with things we cannot see, feel, taste, or hear. Right at this very moment in the world, Some are taking their very first breath and others their last. It is snowing, raining, unbearably sweltering, we hear about that with tennis, and freezing somewhere. A couple is arguing. A young child is swinging with feet pointed straight into the sky and a soldier is aiming his gun. All this is happening as we sit in this rounded, inviting sanctuary. Can you picture it all? The story of Stone Stoop we heard earlier is about having an imagination No matter how the story is told, it revolves around a character with the crazy idea of making soup from rocks in order to convince others to share what they already have. I can't help but wonder what kept the townspeople from collaborating and emptying out their larders sooner. But then I know. I know. Because I've been so... Many times blind to my own imagination. Had so many blind spots to what's possible. And it takes the input of others to help me see something or someone in a new way. And in the story it takes a visionary, a trickster, a hungry visionary with an imagination to change the situation. So I used to think being creative meant being original, but I've changed my mind. Instead, being inventive means calling the best ideas of others and mixing them with your own. And giving credit is indeed advisable. Being part of a community means having regular access to new ideas new ways of looking at things, you know, that linear person and that completely random person, and having a place to share your own ideas. This whole religious project we call church is creative imagining. We Unitarians get teased for our tendency (coughs) to constantly form committees. But a group of people sitting around a table... Around a fireplace, around a chalice, and sharing their perspectives is really the ultimate sacred circle. Just a handful of villagers think they're making stone soup when they are coaxed to bring an ingredient. A handful of Hope Unitarian members may think they're planning a pledge drive or a... Visioning process or a committee or church policy when they're really learning what skills they each have and how they can be combined to create something far beyond the work of a single person. We read um, Henry Wyman before I showed that video, and his notion of the ultimate is one person has joy, another person has joy, you bring them together, and somehow they have more joy. So where does that extra joy come from? What's that about? Every worthy religious tradition has its rich symbols and stories that are hooks for piquing our interest and pulling us in they provide a base for creatively for creatively imagining new ways to be thoughtfully human and to live in peaceful generous communities when christians talk about the kingdom of god they're using a symbolic term to imagine a future that is just and bountiful. And while Jesus does give some pretty direct instructions, most of his teaching is in the form of parables, all which lead the widest possible room for imagination and interpretation. In Islam, to encourage an active imagination God is said to have 99 names. Already, the number 99 is a symbolic number for depicting the infinite possibilities for one ultimate reality. The 99 names describe various different attributes of life, of God, of the ultimate. The exceedingly compassionate, the merciful, the source of peace and safety, the designer, the evolver, the exceedingly gracious, and my favorite, the repeatedly forgiving. How could we non Muslims use these expressions? Of God. If you're a theist, then they point to the divine in everyday life. Someone who is exceedingly merciful is acting in the image of God. If you count yourself as an atheist or agnostic, these names are useful for calling forth the best you have in yourself. When I don't when I think I don't have enough time or money or talent, when I'm feeling stingy and miserly, then merely calling out one of these 99 names reminds me I have the capacity to be charitable and open-hearted. And I'm able to act out of this ideal self. I have... No doubt that you can picture yourself as the exceedingly generous. I've experienced it over and over and over again here. The exceedingly generous. By valuing creativity, we locate a vital intersection of science and religion. All scientific curiosity demands imagining something we may not be able to see or predict. Scientists think far outside the box. That's why I wanted you to see this TED Talk. It's part of the TED Talk by Dr. Gary Greenberg. I forgot to introduce it. And as you can tell, he's both a scientist and an artist using specialized cameras to photograph the very small. We've all seen astonishing images of cells or bugs' eyes, but Dr. Greenberg has taken to photographing something as mundane as sand and discovering within it a record of time, a history of geology and biology, an unexpected beauty I watched this a year and a half ago, and those images have remained sharp in my mind years later. Before I saw them, I thought of sand in the broadest terms. You know, it's, it's tiny little rocks broken up, and they're brown, sometimes white. You're lucky enough to go to Hawaii or be somewhere where there's a volcano, they're black but that's about as sophisticated a description of sand I could muster. But looking at Greenberg's images, like he says, he shows us that every single grain of sand is unique, like snowflakes. No two are alike. And many of them, as tiny as they are, are gorgeous, like jewels or hint at a larger crystal or shell they came from. The monotony of sand is really an unrepeatable collection of -of one-of-a-kind microscopic gems. Imagine that. And what is this church but? An unrepeatable collection of -of one-of-a-kind hearts and minds. Today I'd like to unleash our collective creative powers and invite us to begin to name what unique things we bring to the church, what visions we have. We have the responsibility to envision things that we cannot yet see or feel or taste or hear. So returning to the stone soup story, let's try to make our own virtual stone soup. I, of course, have a pot. The other one's full with stone soup. So I hope you picked up a paper rock in your order of service, if you're missing one, because you sweetly gave it away to the children. We have some more, and I know we have some others. And what i want you to do is i'll give uh, in a minute i'll i'll uh, chris is going to play some music so you can write but what i want you to do is write something so raise your hand if you need a stone or a pencil and what i ask each of you to do is to use your own artistic license pull it out of your wallet Help us think outside our box. Imagine this church community and what we are capable of doing together. On the rock, write down a word or phrase about your vision for our hope stew. You no doubt have an idea of what this church can do, but more importantly, what do you bring? Even if you're new or a guest today. You'll have an idea for us. These don't have to be monumental plans. It can be change within our church or transformation we put out into the world. And allow me to point out that the blacksmith, the housewife, all the villagers were reluctant to give what they had. So as we fill our giant pot, Consider what gifts that you already possess but may have been reluctant to add to the church. You know, you want to try something new. Some of you may have very healthy self-identities and have no doubts of what you can offer, while others may think, oh, I can't teach. I, I can't lead a meeting or start a class or propose a new direction. I'm asking you to unfurl your moral imaginations and consider not rationing the gifts and talents you have already in your storehouses. And when you're done, if you wish, you can drop your stone in the stone soup cauldron or pass it to the center aisle and we'll pick them up. And then I may read one or two if you'll write clearly. (laughs) And we can post them on our walls and put them in our newsletter to inspire us or go, ah, I've thought that's something myself. Or if you want to keep your thoughts private, by all means, keep them private. So share only if you want. So Chris, if you don't mind playing for a minute or two while people see what is in their storehouses. Ah, Thanks, Chris. Help others see what they can give. Oh, that's advanced stone soup. That's Julia Child's stone soup. That's excellent. Friendship. Yes. Longevity, commitment. I have time to serve our church community and greater city. Community. Communication skills <laughs> written, verbal, making op- more opportunities for social gatherings, being a friend to children, labor. A growing music program where young, old, and all, in between, take part in. Where talented musicians are called to participate. Lifespan religious education. I'll read just a few more. But I'll make sure these all get... um, Financial assistance and organization oh yeah, we have to buy those damned ingredients, don't we? Be stronger in community. Evolve. Fix our recipe, change it up a bit. And vitality. This is a fabulous group. May we continue unfurling our moral imaginations to be increasingly a healthy, welcoming church and to be of service to the world. We are all like grains of sand and snowflakes and have unique things to offer. So please keep your creative licenses out for ready use all year long to our shared journey of faith Blessed be.